Welcome to Rio Radio Kitchen Oddcast, episode number eight, and we're going to give a proper introduction for this one. We've got my assistant and long-term friend, sent by Tom John. All right, Mab? All right, not bad, not bad. So we'll obviously get started from the very, very beginning. When did you start, roughly? Can you remember? Well, I had just turned six years old, and my brother was going into comp, and he was a little smaller than everyone else. So my parents smaller than you, wasn't he? Oh, he was tiny. He was yeah. tiny, tiny. So my parents wanted him to learn a little self defence just in case anything bad happened in school. Yeah. So my brother and my dad went to the first session and told me how good it was when I got back. So I wanted to go to the second session because I wanted to be Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, like Bruce wanted, Lee, Jackie Chan. No, I wanted to be Jackie Chan, <laughs> and I started, loved it, and didn't really stop. And for about three years, it was great. Back in pile, back in the day, back in the day, yeah, in during the, the day. war, innit? Yeah, yeah. And sent by Jared, took me, my father, my brother on my first session away from everyone else. Yeah, and. We just became good friends from here, really. Yeah. And just never stopped being friends. You've saved me about eight questions there, because I was going to ask you those. I, I thought your father and... I thought you and Nathan started first, and then your father started after, but it was... I think Your father and brother, your brother, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Only the first session, and then I came. Yeah. So what made yeah. your dad start, then? Just because my brother wouldn't have done it unless he went as well, because he was so quiet, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, it was crazy favorite, yeah. quiet. So it was pretty much forced to do it. He never really wanted to start, but he didn't mind once he was there. Yeah. Do you think it helped you as well, having Dad there? Because to be fair, your dad was a good karate can himself, to uh, be fair. He, yeah, he was pretty good. It did help, yeah. Or otherwise, well, I don't know if I would have had the motivation to carry on going after a while. Yeah. Probably would have fizzled out, but... Yeah. Yeah, because it was... Christ, it was years ago, right? And the three when we... We had a fairly decent class in those days as well, didn't we? In Pyle, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, good 20 people, I think. Yeah. Three or four lines. It was a good bunch as well, because we had Nick and... Yeah. Nick Jones and a couple of the other boys that were there. Like, they were a really good bunch, weren't they, to be fair? Mm, it was great. So, what was it like starting there? When, like, having... Obviously, like you just said, I was uh, teaching, and I think I must have only been about 13 or 14, because I think I was a yeah. green belt when you started, and I was instructing. So, yeah. what was it like coming into a club where you've got... A young instructor sort of being told to take, like, the new people to one side and sort of tr- train you and teach you and stuff. Hmm. Well, for me, it wasn't really that bad because I was so young at the time. Like, I was only six. Everyone to me was an adult. Yeah. Literally everyone over the age of 10. So it was quite normal to me. Mm. It was easier because I wasn't in a big group with yeah. anyone else. So it made it easier to listen to you or... Yeah be told what I'm doing wrong and stuff. It was easier to learn in a small group, in it? So yeah. I found it really easy to start. Yeah, because it, obviously it could be awkward because, like, for your dad more than anything, obviously coming into a club and you've got somebody young there, you kind uh, of yeah, think, yeah. Eh, but, like, we never, I never sort of got that feeling from your dad. Your dad was always very respectful and obviously that probably rubbed off on you when they uh, yeah. as you said, we kind of became good friends over the years. It kind of just blossomed into a better friendship anyway with yourself, your brother and your father, obviously. But mm-hmm. obviously when other people left, you guys were still there and yeah, yeah. you kind of progressed. But can you remember where you got to before, obviously, you, I you stopped? got to my first yellow belt, I think. Pretty sure I was on my first yellow belt. I must have been 
eight and a half at the time. Yeah, I think your dad was on green, wasn't he? My dad was a second green belt, yeah. And, and my brother was a first green belt. Yeah. But my father carried on going once or twice after we finished. Yeah. Like, my brother wasn't too fond of it ever, really, because he had to go to the competitions. Yeah. And he's not a fighter at all. Yeah. But I didn't mind the competitions. But it was just my hips that stopped me in the end on it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah so... That, yeah, it started a bit more and more as time went on, and my problems started to develop more. Yeah, it was like obviously we yeah, I, like obviously I know what your uh, yeah, problems yeah. are, um, but like do you wanna sort of explain? Yeah, I had Perthes disease, which is like a bone deficiency in your hip, in the ball joint in your hip. Yeah, it's like I only had half of a ball joint in each leg, which. It was undiscovered until I really started karate, so it was a good thing I did start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, well, it, my legs just stiffened up and I'd have crazy pain in my hips and groin. Yeah. And I had to stop going to school in the end yeah. for about five months, I think. I spent about three weeks in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I remember a couple of nights we were sparring and you'd be in pain. and you uh, yeah. used to think it was maybe some people were going a bit heavy, but... Uh, yeah, I, used to, I thought I was getting beaten up, but... Yeah. It even started it didn't get out of bed then. Yeah. I was only seven years old. It's worried, it's frightening. It's crazy. It? So I had to have a lot of like rehabilitation then with walking and doing sports and yeah. stuff like that. So I couldn't really do karate because it's strain with stretching, kicking. Yeah. Well, it's a very physical sport and it is yeah. a lot of it is a lot of hip movement, isn't oh, it? Really? Loads, yeah. But as time went on then and I got into secondary school in comp it sort of started to stop being as much of a problem because i slowed down with the growing like yeah so i come back and when i was 14 i think it's about that i, I think. think i was about yeah. 14 yeah we'll go into that in a minute about you coming back yeah. but like obviously you said your dad carried on for a little bit mm-hmm. did you ever sort of think oh well this is a bit like a bit gutting and my dad's still doing it and i can't oh. a little bit yeah a little bit. Like, it got to the point where I wanted to do karate, but I didn't want to turn up because of the pain. The pain, yeah. So, I suppose when I was allowed to stop, because they wanted me to carry on doing it, because yeah. they didn't think it was a problem until it really was a problem, which yeah. anyone would think I well, You didn't get they? diagnosed for years, did you? And no, like, I was only diagnosed when I was eight years old. So, it was sort... I was at... Well, I was so young and I didn't really dwell on stopping too much no but thinking back now yeah i i, I would have wanted to carry on like yeah because i didn't enjoy it I do, was you, do you think stopping was a good thing though really in the long run do you um, think or? yeah i think so or otherwise i don't know what would happen i don't know if i'd be able to walk now yeah true yeah, yeah. fair point it'd be crazy it was yeah. crazy so as you brought that let's go back in or let's go into you coming back then so obviously you came back uh, yeah um what was, like, did you see many differences from, obviously, when you left? Like, you, what did you say 14? So, it's that six, seven years you were off? Yeah, about six, seven years. Do you see many differences, like, coming back? Um, Not so much in the karate side, like, techniques and how hard it was. But more, like, in the class, because it was about 20, 30 people when I was about six. When you were there first, yeah. yeah. We had really good numbers in Poland, to be fair. And when I came back... Flipping heck on a good night, you were lucky if it was seven or eight, including us, including two. me and you, yeah. And it was mental, it was crazy because it was a really big change, it was a really big change. Like, where if we had a break, 
when we worked hard, you'd be able to choose two or three people and then they'd have a conversation in front of everyone, wouldn't they? Yeah. Now, we, well, you just have to throw a question out and hope someone answered. And most yeah. of the time, no one would because they were so out of breath. Yeah. But still, I, it was still good. Still enjoyed when I started back, really. Probably that's probably the best time I've had is when I first started back. Yeah. Because I'd only been there a week and then you started Patalbert. Invited me down then. Had I started that, but had I not started when you came back? No, no literally, it was yeah. the first, the week after I started, that was your first week, and it was just you, Josh, Lee, and. Casey. Casey, you and Casey, I think. Casey, yeah. And then the second week I started, it was on Wednesdays, wasn't it? Christ, I don't know you're asking. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Wednesdays, it was on Wednesdays and Sundays, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was be- I, I think that was my best time for karate because I was training like. Three, four times a week. Yeah, we were training four nights a week between us. Yeah. Right? We're in piling two down. And I was still right? really rusty. So I was learning loads. Yeah. Because I was turning up loads. Yeah. So I really, it didn't really take too long for me to get back into mm. it, did it? Really? Well, at one point, we were we were doing pile more than she and Paul was himself, weren't we? Because uh, yeah, yeah. of his job and everything, we were there more than he was at yeah, one we point. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Crazy. Just trying to fit in two, do- two dojos, obviously trying to progress what was mine at the time because uh-huh. obviously yeah. you weren't my assistant when you first came back <laughs> I yeah. didn't have a clue so what was my club but obviously trying to like sort of push that on as well as training twice a week in pile was a, was a bit of a push at first but yeah. we kind of got there didn't we yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. brilliant but obviously like you said when you first started Patel but there was only a couple of us and uh, yeah. we got to a point where I was thinking of knocking on the head because obviously like we were struggling with numbers and whatever yeah. and we kind of had an influx didn't we uh, yeah it was a boom man yeah which kind of, like, little Josh obviously has been there from the start, but obviously then we had um, Alex, Izzy, Holly, yeah. all kind of start, and they were all there for years, and obviously Alex, Izzy still are, mm-hmm. um, but obviously we had, like, Holly, we had Igor, who was awesome. He was great. He was quality. He was great. And we had little groups sort of take on and come and go and stuff. Uh, yeah. But, like, what was, what was it like for you then, obviously, like, the differences from Pyle to obviously Patalba in its sort of infancy. Uh, yeah, well, like, Pyle was... Well, it wasn't as serious as back in the day. Bristol was, like, the more serious, do what you're told, yeah. turn up, train hard. It was more old school, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, like, regimental, do all the different parts of syllabus in one night. Yeah. And then job done. And you sort of just went home, man, till next time. And then I had Patal, but then between training in Pyle, Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. And it was still hard, but it was more of the fun. Yeah, it was more we, of a fun we were a lot more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like everyone was all on the same level, even though you were in charge. And like I was a yellow belt and we had white belts and yeah. we, we had a brown belt. It was still yeah. more fun... Light-hearted, that's what it was, light-hearted. light-hearted yeah, but you still trained there. hard, yeah. still learned. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Well, we had the first, like, good couple of years eventually when we sort of settled in numbers, yeah. didn't we? And it's kind of progressed from there. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, you've been there from the start of, pretty much from the start of Patalbert as well. So, sure. like, obviously, like, what do you think has kind of changed with us as a club over the years because obviously we have been very successful uh, yeah so what do you think obviously from being there when we started to now what do you think has changed well 
we had a, we haven't changed. Yeah, we, we haven't really anything. changed at all. We've gotten wiser, definitely, with Have dealing we? with people, like learning how to teach people better, yeah. or even just patience with people who struggle to pick it up or whatever. Yeah, it, we find it way easier now. But well, we started off. We were training pretty much on the same lines as what Pyle were doing, which is yeah. the old turn up, do key on, press up, sit ups. Kata, fighting, Ido Gaiko. Job done. Uh, yeah, and then we started to introduce self-defence yeah, once yeah. a month on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that was great. And that was good. That was brilliant. I loved that. <laughs> it was funny. It was just funny. Yeah. I used like, to have a laugh. Uh, yeah, like sometimes just make it up as you go along. And... Yeah. Well, we were lucky we had the, the matted floor in the dojo uh, yeah. there, didn't we? So mm-hmm. you kind of used to not mind taking a bunch uh, yeah, so much. It was, it was fun. It was good. It was good to find... Obviously, why other people have shown us, but what works for us, like make our own ways up, yeah, and then pass on to people, which is kind of what we've done over the years, really, uh, yeah, isn't it? We, that's where the lesson plan came from. Trial because and error, yeah. We was like you said, we started doing the extra sessions and breaking those sessions off, and then uh, we yeah. kind of like, it became quite popular, and then we kind of just carried on down that road, then didn't we? Uh, yeah, like we had normal nights, then we had the self defense once a month, then fitness. And then we stepped back and thought, why don't we just do a different thing every night? Yeah. But have them follow on from each other. Pretty much the same as what Pyle does, but each part has its own dedicated night, like, yeah. which I find better because you can get more into it. I think it's a bit more thorough, isn't it? Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where you practice things twice up and down, you can yeah. do it 10 times now and still do all the other things. And it's not quite so monotonous then either. No, like every time you go, it's a different, it's a, it's a, it's a change, yeah. which keeps people interested, I suppose. Like I know some sessions, we work off the same kind of ideas, but uh, yeah. we kind of tend to mix it up a bit now more, don't we? Mm-hmm. Sort of, although they're the same sessions, we, we do them differently, if that yeah. really makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's much better. I prefer the lesson plans. I prefer it. Yeah. So I think that was the problem with Pile Towards the End. I think with us training four nights a week, obviously Patalbot was... Kind of growing in numbers, growing in obviously terms of like you said experience and mm-hmm. things. Whereas Pyle was just very stagnant and very uh, yeah samey, and we were kind of doing the same thing every Tuesday, every Thursday, yeah. and you kind of noticed the difference because, like you said, on the Wednesday, mm-hmm. we'd have our well, like we'd have the class in Batalba on a Wednesday, so we'd be smack bang in the middle of Pyle, mm-hmm. and then obviously you kind of see the two differences, and it got to a point where I just felt a bit like stagnant yeah very yeah. stagnant yeah, yeah i just kind of lost my mojo a little bit i think uh, yeah like even with new starters with beginners like in pile they'd start last maybe a month or two and then taper off yeah but with patal but then they'd start and because it's a different thing every time they'd stay and yeah. that's how we got our core group which we still have now which is pretty incre- uh, impressive yeah. really when you look that we well Talbot's 10 years old next February mm-hmm. and like obviously barring little Josh who's been there from day one yeah, like we've got Izzy Alex who've been there for you know years and years now. I think years. Izzy's been there about 8 years I think uh, yeah. and Alex Not I can never remember whether Izzy started before or Alex or Alex started before Izzy but I think Izzy started first of the two was, and I think yeah. she's been there about 8 years now which is it's pretty impressive really when you look at yeah. They were young, young kids yeah, coming into something they'd never done. 
yeah. And then eight years later, like they've they've achieved the things they've achieved, like you know. Yeah, it's like you don't get many kids who start something, especially karate, and then carry it on until they're literally almost an adult. Yeah, I well, it's you adult really. Well, yeah, especially when you look at over the years, we've kind of progressed the classes and they've got gradually harder. Uh, yeah. And there's been times where, like, some of them could have just gone, oh, you know, well, that's enough for me, but mm-hmm. they've stuck at it and, like, he's, he's obviously blossomed. Josh has blossomed. Alex has blossomed. Uh, they've yeah. all done amazingly well in in tournaments and things over the years. Uh, and... Yeah, yeah. Like, almost everyone now has won a competition. Everyone's yeah. got a trophy. Do you know what? I think about it, yeah. There's only one or two, and that's just because they haven't been to one yet. Well, Jacob is one, but, I mean, he's he's just been really unfortunate that... He's uh, yeah. been stuck in been bigger categories, time. yeah, but yeah. like a couple of them haven't actually done tournaments or have only maybe done one and there's potential yeah. there for them all, you know? Mm-hmm. The one thing I do miss about the YM, though, is hanging the bags from the ceiling. Uh, yeah, same. I do miss the punch bags yeah. and those big crash mats. <laughs> oh, they were brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had some fun. I found the old YouTube videos the other day, actually. Oh, the crash mats. Yeah, they were really great. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so looking, obviously then, we, we're talking about the kids and like their successes. Hmm. One thing that I'm more proud of than anything, even to this day, is obviously our grading yeah, rate, so, which is yeah. like in nearly 10 years, we've had one person fail, which is, uh, yeah. you know, I know it's like sometimes I like not brag about it, but I like to bring it up. But I think yeah. for what was a small club when we started, that nearly shut at one point. Yeah. That has moved. Obviously, we moved from the YM to to, to where we are at TDM now. Um, and we've kind of progressed gradually over the years. And we've been up and down. There's been a couple of times in TDM where obviously we've struggled a bit with numbers uh, and yeah. stuff. But, like, we're in a good place now. But, like, the one thing that's never changed is the consistency in greetings. Uh, yeah, it's always been right up there at the top. Like, yeah. like we've sent... God, it's got to be close to like 40 individuals through now and everyone has yeah, passed bar in yeah. one which wasn't really your fault to be honest I know, it was just I, an off I, night I still I still have my, uh, my uh, things yeah. about that to be honest it was just not her night really I think with the standard of a couple of other people that graded on the night uh, yeah. Yeah. it was very unfair that she didn't pass when other people did but uh, yeah. there you go that's, that's what it is isn't it yeah it is what it is but yeah I think we've been lucky because obviously like with some of them now, they've, they're fairly high grades and they've still mm. done brilliantly well. Like, obviously, Josh and Izzy graded in front of Shian Ian as well. Yeah. Obviously, with me and you as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, that wasn't... Well, to be fair, actually, when I say that, none of the gradings, really, of theirs, barring maybe one or two, have been us. And they no. were obviously with Shian Paul, Paul for yeah. for years. We've only really done... I think one belt. Where have we been now? We've been IKQ maybe three years now, three I think. and a bit, yeah. So we've maybe graded Josh and Izzy twice uh, yeah, each. I maybe think. three times at a push. But yeah. Like, a lot of their gradings came under Shian Paul, so, I mean... Yeah, it's not like it's us who's... Yeah, just it's not like up, anybody can say yeah. that we've pushed them through the grades because that's never, ever been the case. And no, it's always been someone else who's passed them, so... Yeah. And even for their second queues, like, Shian Ian graded them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... No, first queue. Second queue. Where are they now? Second queue. Yeah, they're second. Yeah, yeah, going for their first now. So it's not even like we can say that we've sort of gone, well, uh, no, yeah. we give you this belt, because they had to work for it under Shiani in the same way we did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Obviously, tournament success is another big thing. Um Because obviously we've done loads and loads of tournaments yeah. between us. Yeah. But like seeing the kids there, it's a different kind of feeling and it's so 
obviously like the last couple of tournaments, mm-hmm. barring the last one where you were table judging. Yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, no, actually, we'll bring that one into it as well. What's it like for you? Obviously, is it's different for me because I'm refereeing, so I've got to try not to be biased. Mm-hmm. But like, what's it been like for you, coaching or maybe table officiating and sitting there watching like our students? <laughs> Because for me, it's nerve-wracking, but at the same time, it's really good to see them because you, you sort of see how much they progressed and, like, how well they fight. Or sometimes then you're sitting there thinking, oh, you should be doing this or you should be doing yeah, that. Yeah, It is one of two ways for me. Either I'm on pins <laughs> or I'm absolutely screaming because I know how good they are and I think they should win. Yeah. So it's either they're doing really well and I have no problems with anything that was done or i'm pulling my hair out <laughs> pulling my hair out screaming crying because they should have kicked the person in the head or yeah. you know what i mean it's crazy but i suppose last year where i was a table officiator it wasn't too bad like i was watching and i was like oh you should have done this or should have done that and he would have won but i couldn't scream and shout because no. i had to be as impartial as a ref pretty much yeah. you know what i mean which is hard because when you you refereeing your own students, you're trying to yeah you want to be able to shout there and say oh you should be doing this but obviously yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, pot. even then like we had to rely on like Izzy Joshua Alex even Willow to do yeah Willow yeah like the coaching and it was yeah. their first time doing that so even then I wanted to scream at them <laughs> and scream at the person <laughs> fighting like tell them but tell them. Yeah. <laughs> So that, it was hard work. It was hard work. Mm. But I definitely prefer coaching because yeah. I do like the screaming show a bit. Like, yeah. It is fun. We're kind of lucky though, aren't we, with Izzy? Yeah. Especially more so with Izzy. Like, Josh does his favourite as well. But Izzy's mm-hmm. very, like, for for someone so young, she's very hands-on and I think... Uh, like, yeah, she, her mind is adult. She's very switched uh, yeah. on, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. But, like, with the coaching, like you're saying about them all coaching each other and whatever... I think, like, this was picked up on before. I think it all, it helps that we're all kind of, like, the old cliche of that we're a family and kind of everyone yeah, kind yeah. of supports each other. So that mm-hmm. day where they're all coaching each other, I don't think anybody really looked at it. They were being coached. They were just kind of being... Uh, no, my friend's helping me out. Yeah, they were yeah. being sort of, oh, my friend is kind of telling me what to do. Well, maybe I should take a bit more notice. Yeah, yeah it's like, well, when it's like, ah, like, I've seen clubs and it's been whoever's the highest belt is like the god and then everyone else is just underneath them and it's very serious isn't it yeah Yeah, it's like you were gonna go into fight and you're gonna win us our trophy which is the wrong way to think but with us like we're all family we know what each other are thinking before we even say it yeah it's more like we are gonna go onto that mat and we are gonna win this fight well one thing we've always been very sort of keen on pushing out to the kids is that like if you lose it doesn't matter it don't matter it's like, next time you see some some of the people there some days and mm-hmm. you see some of the parents the kids will come off and straight away they're in their year uh, and they're yeah, like shouting right ah, like yeah, even but... if they're not shouting you could see the look in their face that they're yeah. giving them a row yeah and you just think well that's, that's, that's really the wrong attitude whereas we've always kind of been right remember what you've done today we'll go back to the dojo now on mm-hmm. sunday tuesday whatever we'll have a little look at what what worked and what didn't. Uh, yeah. We'll work on it and then hof- hopefully in time you'll get better. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, barring Alex, who was just naturally good. Uh, yeah, and just unstoppable. Like, Izzy kind of took that on. And, like, from the first two tournaments she did to the third one she did that she won. Yeah. She took that on. Josh is another one, kind of taking it on a couple of tournaments. Uh, yeah, and yeah. obviously, he won his first his one first. the year before last. Uh, yeah. So I think. Like, everybody's got different ways, and I'll never criticise anyone for doing things their way if they think it works, but I just think our way kind of works well. For everyone. Yeah, yeah it kind of benefits you. because you kind of come off yeah. thinking, all right, well, I fought well, I didn't fight well enough, mm-hmm. but at least I know that when I go back to my club now, I'm going to be able to sort of learn uh, yeah. what I can do to be better. Like, I've seen some people go into a fight from other clubs or, well, even other countries. And they've tried their hardest, but it just hasn't come off. Yeah. And their confidence is slammed because there's no one to come off the mat to and have that little yeah mental coach. Yeah, because I've seen coaches sometimes, if they fight or have lost, they've got to go walk off. Yeah, yeah, like, you're supposed to be there, number one, to defend them if... Anything does go wrong, yeah. and you know they were in the right. Yeah, yeah. Like you're supposed to be there in cases, a problem like they get knocked out or if they break yeah. their leg. You know, you're just supposed to be able to big them up. You know, you yeah. are hyping them up to the max to go out and do well. Yeah, and most people just get annoyed and walk off. That's bad. But also, like That's you said, it's a confidence booster as well. Uh, yeah. Having a coach who's supportive, like. Like, even if they're shouting you for the whole two, three minutes of your fight, yeah, this at least happen. you know when you come off, they're there and they're going to say, oh, well done, you know. Uh, yeah, like, the biggest thing in karate is respect. And if you're just going to get up and walk off because they're not doing what you that just doesn't show any respect. But it shows you also what kind of person you are, doesn't yeah, it, for me? don't care about the person that you're putting time into work. No. It's bad. Like, it's to bad. me, it, if I ever did that, I would expect you to come and say to me, oh, I'm not being funny, you were a bit of a dick then. Uh, yeah, like if uh, anyone like, walked well, off who was coaching one of our kids, I'd be fuming. Yeah. I would be screaming. Well, to be honest, I would as well. I'd probably flip my lid, to be honest. Uh, yeah, like, I just think... What's the point in denting someone's confidence when it's only a fight? Yeah. It's only a fight. Well, that's all it is, essentially. Like, I know <laughs> it's a hard fight with Kyokushin, uh, yeah. obviously. It's not an easy fight, but any stretch of the imagination. But it is a fight at the end of the day. It's mm-hmm. an experience. You go in there to try something. If you win, even better. Great. Great. Yeah. But if you go in, you don't win, but you come off feeling like that satisfaction of, I've just lasted two, three minutes in a fight and uh, yeah. I've scored Fantastic. this many points. If it's obviously if it's click or you uh, scored yeah. so many points, if it's I knocked down this. Won. Yeah, I, I took it to an extension or whatever, you know, yeah. as opposed to almost coming off, your coach has walked off and yeah, you're black and blue and... and sore and your confidence is shot to bits. Uh, yeah, and just left to it on your own. That's, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, it's. It's just, I've but seen, we've seen it over the years, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, like I've fair. seen people go into a competition and being really good, and then it doesn't come off, and the coach isn't quite happy with them, and yeah. they, I've never seen them again. I've never seen them turn up again. Yeah, because of a lack of coaching. That's what. Yeah, thinking. but give them a year, and they would have been fantastic. Mm. Which is what's happened with some of ours. Yeah, some of ours have had ups and downs, or they've been knocked out in the first round year or the second round year, but. They've all kind of bounced back and gone on to do great things. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most of the time it takes a good loss to actually find out what's, what you should be pushing for. Yeah. Well, looking at my own experience, like my first ever ever tournament, I came second to Senpai Derry, who obviously yeah. I, I stayed friends with. 
couple of tournaments after that, knocked out first round, first round, mm-hmm. knocked out in the first round, second round, year, first round day. And then two years later, I ended up winning my first one, and then I won four or five tournaments on the bounce, eh? Because you think, right, okay, I, I'm struggling with this. You go back to your dojo, you say, can we work on this a little bit because I'm not very good at it? Uh, yeah. And then you kind of, you get better to a point where you think, oh, I'm really good at this now. And then you push on and then you pick up that first semi-final or quarter-final mm-hmm. and you think, oh, this, maybe is great. this is going well. Yeah, you get to your first final, awesome. your confidence is up. And then you, when you win that first one, then it's like, oh my God. Yeah. You just want to do, you want to do a competition every week. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to stop. Because to be fair, like over the years, Alex is probably the most gifted fighter I've ever seen because he's... I think so. Natural like gift. He finished yeah. second in his first ever tournament, I think, if I remember rightly. And then just kind so. of was first or second. Well, has been first or second every tournament he's done every since. Every time, yeah. Yeah. Every time. And like, it's very rare you see people that are naturally that good. No. But like you look at our other students and they've all kind of progressed over the years. Yeah. Like yeah. with Izzy, Izzy's been... Um, semi-contact champion clicker champion Alex has I think won both as well yeah Josh has obviously been uh, clicker champion okay. we've yeah. had Izzy and Josh win Catter as well which again is a big boost for us because it shows that what we're doing is right so, uh, yeah yeah yeah. but I, I'm gonna go into that now actually that tournament obviously like Catter has never been something I've really been brilliant at hmm. but obviously it's something that you're very good at hmm so what do you put down that tournament success with the Cata to? Because obviously I can't look at it from sort of my own point of view because I it's not something I've ever really excelled in. Yeah. But obviously you've been very good in Cata tournaments over the years and then obviously we kind of took first and second in the last tournament we did yeah, with Izzy yeah. and Josh who were both in the same category. And, but both things. had really, really good scores as well. Uh, yeah, really high scores. Yeah. Not just for that competition but in general are yeah. the most scores I've seen they, I think the last tournament was the highest scores I've seen yeah but obviously like, you won the senior category as well so uh, that yeah. day we left with two firsts and a second in Kata in Kata alone yeah, yeah. Like, which is amazing yeah so what do you put that down to then there's a few things I think which is starting so young where I had the foundation which it well Back end progress was slow. Like I was lucky to do one belt every six months, one belt every twelve months, maybe. Yeah, which is what generally we tend to do now, isn't uh, it? Yeah, which was good because I practice for hours just doing Taikyoko Sonovich and knee, and that's just it for the first belt back yeah. end, wasn't it? So I practice for hours and hours and hours and hours just turning in Zenku Tsudachi, doing my Ginnabrai. Soisky Chu Dan, which I suppose is true what Bruce Lee says, and it? it's about to practice one thing a thousand a times, a thousand times, yeah. and a load of crap once. Yeah, which is pretty much what we done back then. Yeah, and then also when you were going for your knee down the first time, yeah, and we used to walk home together because we lived well about five hundred yards from each other. Yeah. <laughs> I used to stay behind and I wouldn't train, but I'd sit there and watch. And that was when I first learned Cien Chin, Garyu, Seipai. Yeah. All of the black belt characters. But I never actually did them. But I knew them off by heart. Yeah. Because I'd watched you and all the other people do them. Which is the best way I learn, really. I like to learn by watching first. And only when I feel like I could do it 
pretty much spot on. That's when I'll start doing it. Yeah. So that helped loads, loads and loads. Because I knew those characters before I even started the first move. Yeah. The first time ever. And then also, I suppose, teaching. Like when we teach the kids' characters, or even adults' characters, whatever. And I pick up faults which they're doing. I can see then what sort of looks good. Yeah. Like the way they turn. Are they turning fast, slow? Are they doing it with power, without power? Are their bodies tense or are they relaxed? What are they doing with their feet? What angles are their feet moving at? And I can sort of look then and go, I like it, that looked great. And mm. that would score well. And then I sort of change that into what I'm doing. Yeah. So I sort of just steal everyone's ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of just uh, steal everyone's ideas. Yeah. I suppose it's not very original, is it? But yeah, if it works, why not? Best results. Yeah. I think the other thing that for me kind of helps as well is I've noticed that when we do kata, like obviously like it'll be Izzy, me, Josh, you generally. Uh, yes, so there's one yeah. of us. And what I kind of noticed is Izzy will branch off and work uh, yeah, with to you. me at my speed and Josh will kind of branch off and work... Uh, yeah, with off my speed. Off your speed. Yeah. So we're very mirror image then. So like Izzy's yes. very mirror image of me and Josh is very mirror image of you. Do you think that kind of helps a little bit as well? I think so. I think so. Like, back in pile, we'd have to do it all the same speed, wouldn't we? Yeah. Everyone. Whether you believe something should have tension and you should do it slowly at one point. Yeah. Or whether you believe you should absolutely punch it as hard as you can. Yeah. I think so, having someone who's, not because I've taught them, but just because we naturally are on the same wavelength with Carter. Yeah. Like, not to say we're miles off, we're pretty close. No, we're, we're pretty we close do. generally. We yeah. always have been. Yeah. But just someone who's spot on for what I'm doing myself. Yeah. I suppose that helps a lot. Mm. I think, like, I suppose really, like, when you think about it, we should probably have everyone doing it the same uh, yeah, speed and yeah. because that is the traditional way. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like I, I think for me personally, I think everybody should be allowed to express themselves because uh, yeah. no two people are the same. Yeah, like it's your cat, that's not yeah. something else. So why should I force somebody to do their kata at my speed when it might feel unnatural to them? Uh, yeah. When they can do it at their own speed, express themselves the way they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And as an instructor, all I can do, or all I want to do, is look at it and say, oh, maybe you should just tweak this a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, obviously, if it's too quick or it is too slow, then you've got to kind of say, right, you need to pick up the pace uh, yes. here or you need to slow it down and put a bit more tension into There's it. There's a but, thin margin of loss, right? Yeah, but yeah. If, if you're working at, like, a reasonable speed and your technique is good, mm-hmm. then why why should you break it down and tell somebody that they've got to slow down or they've got to speed up just because that's that's the traditional way, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, with gradings, I suppose, like, in a mass grading where there's, like, seven, eight of you going for the same belt and you're all doing the same character at the same time, I will match their speed. Yeah. Like, regardless of who I they are. just because you don't want to look like the odd one. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless they're just doing it completely out of time, I will match the majority of people's speed but if I'm doing it on my own, I sort of get lost. Yeah. I don't concentrate when I do character at all. Yeah. Not at all. And I sort of get lost in what I'm doing. And then it just comes off as whatever happens, happens, I suppose. Yeah. But it is pretty but much But then the I same. think that's a better way, because I went through the, the years of trying to copy everyone else. And it got uh, yeah. to a point where I just felt like my own 
performance was struggling because I was trying to match everyone and I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. just thought, well, why am I bothering doing what they're doing? I'd rather do it my own way and if it's wrong, then I'll be picked up on it. Uh, you know? Yeah, and that's spot on because like, with a cat, it's not like fighting. It's someone's watching you and scoring you on what you're doing on your own with no one else. Yeah. So if you don't feel natural and confident in what you're doing... You're not gonna score anything. Are you? You're gonna be knocked out yeah. straight away. That's what I mean. Like in a tournament, you haven't got five or six other people with you. you know, no. You've got to. You're on your own. You're on your own. So it's got to be you and your interpretation of what you're doing. Yeah. And you've got to believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Or otherwise, if you're just copying what you've been told, you just look like a robot. Yeah. And cat is all about that feeling, isn't it? It's about well, the, yeah, that's what it's all about, about expression. It's yeah. about expression, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Let's go into obviously like you come back and we spoke about when you came back. Obviously, yeah. when I decided then that I'd become too stagnant at mm-hmm. in well in the IKO, should we say? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I made the decision to leave um, and come up to the IKKU. Um, and obviously said to you, obviously because of the rules for the IKO, you kind yeah. of have to make a decision, which kind of sucked for you because obviously nobody really wants to stop doing what they love, but. Mm-hmm. You kind of made the decision to to come over to the IKKU with us, with me and us. Yeah. So what, sort of can you sort of go into what made help make that decision? Well, after my first showdown grading, I didn't come off too well at all. Did it really? Let's be honest. Yeah, breaking your hands is not there. Yeah, I broke my thumb, shattered my knuckles. Almost broke my ribs. It's in bad shape for quite a while. But it sort of made me lose faith in the IKO, so to speak. Yeah. And I mean, like, all those people had built me up. And, like, some of them had known me since I, I was six. Some of them know me since I was 14, which is quite a while. Yeah. But for those people to build me up, build me up, build me up, build me up even more and more again... And then that happens. And I was sort of just thrown to the side when I left. Yeah. I just yeah, lost they're not they're faith. not very supportive of you when you fail, are they? Uh, yeah, I just lost faith to be honest. Like gradings should be hard. They should be really hard, shouldn't they? Yeah. They should be really hard, but not impossible. Not impossible. I think a lot of it with the IKO was egos as well, wasn't it, when it came to uh, yeah. the sparring on camps? Like, yeah have that philosophy when you're fighting for a world championship maybe yeah. you're never going to lose and you're never going to stop trying yeah. but when you're fighting you know Jesus Christ well how old was that I was 17 yeah. I think a 17 year old and you're twice his weight twice his height and you've had a eight, three times eight experience. or nine minute break in between uh, yeah three times experience and a break come on you know who's going to break first and yeah. it's going to be the 17 year old yeah Who's born down? Well, even no with experience. me, even with me on my my second attempt at my knee down. Yeah, like I I couldn't get around to the fighting because I knew what was going to end up happening. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, and I was twenty something, twenty something, twenty six possibly. 26. Yeah, and I knew what was going to happen. Well, yeah, because I knew, of the people that were there. Uh, yeah, it's it's the you you know personalities. Yeah, and you know which ones will 
buckle and be okay. He's you, a bit hurt. I'm gonna give him two, three seconds. And yeah. the ones who just continue bashing into the yeah, You know over. the ones who are gonna think, right? I'm gonna work him now. And you know yeah. the ones who are gonna think, oh, I'm gonna kill this him. is an opportunity for me to look really good now uh, yeah. at somebody else's expense because he's done fifteen rounds already. And I've done two. I've done two yeah. at the most. Yeah. yeah, and I've had an eight, ten, eleven minute break while he's been. Yeah, punched and kicked for the last 13, it's 15 minutes. Terrible. But all that says to me is that they're shallow minded and their egos are way too big. Yeah. It just you says to me they're absolutely dickheads. They're dickhead. just not nice people. Yeah. Like, contrast to my IKKU grade in Shodan. Yeah, I got beaten up. No, we got battered. Pretty yeah. much the same amount of beaten up, but no bones are broken. It's beaten up in a respectful out. kind of way, and if that yeah, makes any like, sense. They beat me up, but when I almost fell to the ground, there'd be someone behind me picking me back up. Yeah. And then the person who was hitting me would hit me not half as hard for a few seconds till I could support myself and hit back again. Yeah. And then they'd go hammer and tongs, which is good. But Until it came to shit and he yeah, knows yeah. hands like a frigging <laughs> hands like shovels. Hands like a JCB. <laughs> and he wasn't even trying against no, me. And it still that. hurt yeah. me, man. But he hit me once, I genuinely thought he'd taken my soul for about yeah. 30 seconds. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, they were a brilliant bunch, weren't they? They were fantastic. Like I couldn't have wished for a better people to fight against. Yeah. Because they just understood what it was about. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So let's go into then, obviously, one thing we've kind of done with you over the years is we've kind of got you into teaching as much as you hated it. Uh, yeah, at the start I hated it. Yeah, and now, yeah. like, obviously you're, like, one of my biggest confidants, if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah. and obviously, like, I could be one of those dickheads who's like, oh, you know, I'm in need on your shoulder and you, this is what we're doing, take it or leave it. But yeah. we very much do things together and obviously we involve Pretty Izzy. Much. A lot yeah. of the time as well. Yeah. And Joss sometimes, and Josh, but yeah. you know, obviously mainly Izzy because she's been kind of more prominent with it than Josh over yeah, the years. Yeah. But like, what's it like for you, obviously, going from the, oh, I really don't want to do this, to me sort of going, right, well, you're doing it. And then three oh, years yeah. later, uh, probably about three years now, because I think it's when we first joined the IKKU, we really got you going, didn't we? Pretty much, yeah. Like, back in the IKO, I used to teach sometimes, but I hated it. Because yeah. I was still in school. I was still a baby when I... Yeah. To be honest, I was still a baby. I was only like 15, 16. I was still a green belt. Yeah. Which right, I thought, you know, these people are like four or five years younger than me at the most. And yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I can't tell them what to do. I can't. But still, we tried. Yeah. And I always remember that one night where... You were teaching three or four of the adults and you had me take okay. the kids for, oh, it'll only be 10 minutes, don't worry. And literally I walked over and I went, right then. And everyone burst into tears, remember that? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like, Izzy was there, Alex was there, yeah, Josh was there, but he wasn't crying, he was just laughing. Yeah. And you had all of the other kids at the time Oh my god, that was a bad start. Yeah, I think it was the way you approached them, I think, to be honest. (laughs) What are we doing, then? Crying. (laughs) Nice. I remember. It was hilarious. I remember. But that kind of mortified me, to be honest. Yeah, I always struggled when I was younger, so I didn't have the confidence to tell someone they were wrong. Yeah. Or maybe what they should be doing instead. So how do you think, like, your personal progression has gone in the last couple of years? Pretty. 
pretty well. I feel like though, at the moment, I'm just plodding along, and I really just plodding along. We all are really. But yeah, but no, like hmm, past six, seven years maybe. I think massive progression, mm. massive. With oh, huge uh... teaching. Well, pretty much since we left the YMCA, that was about six years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be about that now, yeah. And then, after I'd left school as well, I felt a bit more of an adult then, I got a bit more authority, so no. to speak, over people. Do you think achieving your showdown helped? Because for me, I think, um, like, you've always been, like, reliable, but I think when you passed your showdown, you kind of, like, for me... Like, I don't know how to word it, but I will just say, you, for me, you kind of stepped up when you got your show done. Yeah, like, with the show done thing, I wasn't too bothered about going for it, to be honest with no, you, after that, the first the, time. Do you remember the conversation on the day? Oh, I'm not bothered if I don't pass, as long as uh, you yeah. and the kids pass, and then it was, oh, yeah, I know, but I don't really, I'm not really bothered, as long as you and the kids pass, and then it got to a point where we were both like, oh, as long as the kids pass, uh, yeah, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I really do not care. <laughs> yeah. I, I think want... we were both just kind of going, oh, uh, yeah. as long as the kids pass, who cares? As long as I get home, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. But no, like, I didn't really want to go for it, to be honest, after the first time. Like, I struggled really bad mentally after yeah. the first time. Like, I had counselling, all sorts. But... I suppose yeah, after that belt, after I passed the show, Dan, it was sort of like a, ah, thank God. That was right. a huge relief, wasn't it? And now I can honest. actually concentrate on other things because yeah. I was just dreading going back into those fights and yeah. re-breaking everything. And I probably wouldn't have come back from that. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have come back. So what was the feeling like <laughs> of that day then? Because obviously for me, like it was um, something that I'd been trying to do because obviously I'd had two... I think attempts of my knee down that uh, yeah. were un- unsuccessful and obviously three time lucky as they say but mm-hmm. like for me it was like a massive weight lifted off my shoulders I felt quite sorry for Shiani and actually because when we finished I went over and gave him a massive cuddle and he's a big he's a big lad and I'm only little so it was probably like a dog on somebody's leg but yeah I just remember like the relief of uh, yeah like I remember all the years of trying finally getting over the line yeah like, like we had the line of everyone who turned up at night and they were all down one side and then we sort of made the right angle yeah that's right yeah and it was four of us yeah me you Izzy and Josh because yeah, Shani and had separated us yeah and Shani yeah. was like hovering in the middle of the right angle talking yeah. and he just turned to you and said congratulations senpai yeah and ah yeah because I looked at you got your second Dan and yeah. this and that and then he turned to me and he said also oh, congratulations to you senpai and I was like well, there's, only, there's only one who went what do you want about <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh jeez he's on about me yeah, yeah boy yeah because then he called you senpai Tom didn't yeah, he? yeah he's congratulations to you senpai Tom I was like who <laughs> but even then like I was really happy but I was happier to get the McDonald's after. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that was, yeah. Because that was fantastic. That was a godsend, yeah. yeah, first McDonald's. Do you know what the best, the best feeling about that for me was, though, of everything that happened in that five-hour grading, which, I'll be honest, is one of the hardest ones I've ever done. It, yeah, that was the hardest. Like, we've trained three days in a row for gradings. Yeah. Like, 15, 20 hours a day. But that five hours was harder than any of it. I've never sweated so much mm. in my life. The best feeling I had... Was the kids and how brilliant they were when we were fighting? Yeah, when we were fighting, and they were screaming like yeah, they were so supportive. Them. Yeah, it was exactly the same. 
Well, actually, that's a really good point, actually, yeah, because it's kind of like yeah, role reversal, it was isn't exactly it? exactly yeah. the same. So it shows it brushes off, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, it obviously does. It was yeah. fantastic. But like, they, they were brilliant, because I remember as soon as we finished... Uh, yeah. I remember I'm standing there puffing and panting blowing out of my bum mm-hmm. and next minute Izzy comes up and gives him a massive cut uh, yeah, and then Alex comes others. up yeah, yeah Alex comes up and gives me a massive cut because obviously I think I did one or two fights more uh, yeah like I, I finished before you yeah I think it was only one or two uh, fights yeah. But so like, obviously, the, I don't know if, what, whether the kids had come and said anything to you in that period. Oh, like when I finished, I went and sat down directly in the middle of everyone. Yeah. And I had like 12 kids hanging off me. Yeah, it's great. It was, I was like, rah. Yeah, but that was, awesome. that was for me, was one of the best feelings of having, uh, yeah, it was like, like I said, like Izzy was practically running to come yeah. and give me a touch and yeah. then Alex and Josh and all the other kids coming over and saying, oh, well done and giving me a touch. It was the best feeling in the world because, uh, yeah. like... Obviously, passing was like a huge relief for me, but uh, yeah, like that was knowing fantastic. that we've taught kids uh-huh. that sort of humility that the first thing they want to do is come and give their instructor a cut because they've just watched him be battered for uh, yeah. 15, 20, 30 minutes. At least. Yeah. The first thing they want to do is come and give you a cut and support you and say, oh, well done and all that. Uh, you know? Yeah, like I suppose... Well, it's probably the same for you because... We both haven't passed our belts first time no, this time round. No, that was round. a horrible feeling, yeah. Like, if I'd have gone up country and passed it, I probably wouldn't have felt anything, to be honest. Oh, when we went on camp, yeah, I think yeah, that would have been a different feeling altogether, to be honest. Like, yeah. from what happened the first time, I sort of lost, not respect, but it lost its value, the show, Dan, lost its value to me Yeah. after that. So I suppose passing with all them kids screaming, shouting, and adults, sent by Steve was there, sent by Steve, and he was fighting yeah. us too. He was very supportive. Yeah, and all the other people who turned up to fight us, they were all crowded around us fighting, screaming, yeah. shouting, telling us how good we're doing. Yeah. And just willing us on, which I've never seen before. Yeah. I've never seen before. No, they were very supportive. Like, I went and sat down and right in the middle of everyone who was screaming for you... It was also screaming for me, like, mm. and they were all hanging off me and saying how amazing it was and mm. well done. I felt like we passed my black belt, not I passed. Yeah, that's it very was, much the feeling I got, yeah. Everyone in my club helped me to pass that belt. It wasn't me that passed it. Mm. It was us. The best one was Alex when he came over and he went, I'm never doing that. And uh, yeah, that a kid was who just like a naturally gifted yeah. fighter coming over and went, I never want to do just that. Just a person who annihilates <laughs> everyone who comes into contact yeah. with him. And he's like, I'm not doing that. That's, that crap's crazy, man. Uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's just, that was an amazing feeling. Mm. Like, it sort of regained that respect for the belt again. Mm. For I me, had... it kind of made me feel a little more like I'd, I'd earned it. Uh, yeah. The support yeah. of the kids, like, slogging after two failed attempts and like, uh-huh. Was it fifteen years or whatever? Because I think I yeah. passed my show down in two thousand and five. Yeah, so like fifteen yeah. years, two failed attempts, and then you finally get over that line. It's such a huge relief. Uh, yeah, and, it was and at for home, me, it was with the family. Yeah, and for me, it was in a better organization. I feel like I earned it in a better organization. Uh, yeah, because the camp yeah, yeah, we yeah, went yeah. on was an absolute killer. Uh, yeah, like. But in in the best way, it, it was, was such a brilliant yeah. experience. Like obviously, we both were unlucky because we both ended up injured while we were there, uh, but. Yeah. The experience of that weekend was brilliant, and to take it on to the grading, for me, was just like the best experience. Yeah, fantastic. Like, IKO camps, as much as everyone is one unit, I still feel like it's a lot lot of of individual units, yeah, yeah, and everybody's friends with each other, but they're not 
quite friends with each other. You know what I mean? It's yeah. very... They're friends with you while you're in front of them. Uh, yeah, anyway. it's like a crazy mystical, I don't know what. Yeah. So it's but especially center. going to the IKKU camp for the first time. I didn't know anyone. Neither did you, really. No. But well, I knew a couple of old... Uh, yeah. Uh, older people like old from the old people. Yeah. We knew them. And obviously but... we'd met Gianni and briefly yeah. on well we'd met a couple of them briefly on camp but didn't actually really know anyone that's it like i didn't know anyone the first training session oh, no, we're all about camp sorry yeah, no, yeah. I did. Like, sorry yeah i only knew the ako people obviously sorry. we made friends with sent by tom and yeah i didn't really make uh, friends with him through camp so much it was more through online training and stuff uh, yeah um tracy was sent tracy. by tracy was the one mainly they really uh, yeah. made friends with but like within 20 minutes of being out of the hall, I knew pretty much everyone on the camp. Yeah. Which I've never, can't honestly say I've ever really made friends on a camp. No, More I than mean, like a, a few, a handful. Yeah. But I made friends with pretty much everyone on that camp. And that was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was. I just found the camp was a, f- a it breath was of fresh air. It was It was great. It was a much better setup. It was. Everyone was there to help. Everyone. Yeah, it was a far more supportive kind of camp, I just felt, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wanted you to do well instead of themselves to do well. I got. Yeah. I kind of feel like I got more up to the sessions as well because I, f- I felt I did, like they yeah. were broken down better. Even just for, like... I wouldn't say, like, IKO trainers, like the Chians, but they were great. But it was very, very, very Some serious. It was very serious. Yeah. But with the IKKU, although it's mega serious, yeah. they're still... Cracking jokes. They smile at you. Well, even the little you know things, I mean? like going they... to the pub on the Friday and the Saturday night. Yeah. It's like a world apart from the AKO. Yeah. Because you weren't allowed to mingle with Xi'an Joe or Xi'an... I uh, know. Like the hierarchy was... was IKKU. Crazy hierarchy. Xi'an Allen's there. Xi'an Tom's there. Xi'an Ian's uh, there. Yeah. yeah. And you're sitting down, you're having a pint, you're having a chat. and Yeah. Like, to be fair, they were both brilliant with us. They were both very welcoming. Oh, and they... That first night cemented, I, I'm staying. Yeah, that yeah. first night yeah it kind of made me realise we'd made the right decision definitely uh, yeah like I'd never met Shian Ian I'd never met any of Shian's not even any of the sense I don't really. think I had actually I'd spoke to Ian a few times on Facebook but, but I hadn't yeah, met him to walk down our pub thinking good god I hope I make friends with at least one person this mm. is going to be crap do you remember they were taking the piss out of us because we were both hobbling yeah <laughs> and like <laughs> for Shian Ian to save us a spot on his table yeah. oh you did yeah on the Friday night Yeah, I was like Whoa, whoa! Yeah, this has never happened before. Like I usually just sit with whoever, whoever on a know. camp, like yeah. whoever I've, I I know from wherever. Yeah. But, like we sat with Shian Ian, we sat with Ed, and Shian Allen came to speak to us all by the wall, and we were talking to Kathy, sent by Kathy. Uh, yeah, it's just way more accepting. Mm. Last thing then, because we've got about five minutes left. By the look of it, what has been your experience of the last sort of? year 15 months because obviously we've we've kind of had a weird year with adversity and stuff but yeah like the one thing i will keep saying and have kept saying is that we've still managed to go the whole year we still trained whether it's uh, been yeah. one way or the other we've still trained so obviously from your point of view as an instructor mm-hmm. as well as obviously like a karate car of our club what's yeah. it been like for you well I found it quite hard training online. I do find, like, tonight now I've had to come here to do it because I can't talk over the phone. Yeah, like, I struggle different. to do things in front of a camera. Well, not in front of a camera, more so. More just... If you, you do know mentally on you as a camera, uh, yeah, yeah, if there's a device between us, I f- just 
just I find it so awkward. I I am a real life person, not a yeah. virtual person. Like, you can't pick up off people's facial expressions, body language. Yeah. You struggle to pick up on tone in their voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and everything's yeah. whitewashed. I found it really hard to explain things, but also keep them engaged and put my trademark wit into it. Which is, of <laughs> which, course, essential. Uh, yeah, if it's not funny, it's not me. Like, yeah, uh, Which not. I found it so hard. But even just training as well, I find it really hard training on my own. But having other people yeah. there, but they, I can't... Although you're with people, it still feels yeah, very lonely, I'm doesn't it? close enough to touch them. Yeah. Or even pick up off their vibe. Yeah. I found it really hard, but... Thankfully, we could get down the beach. Yeah, like it wasn't long. We, you know, we trained for like maybe six months online, which I found quite easy the first time. I found it easy the first time, not so much the second uh, yeah, time. Yeah, I suppose because it was new and it was. Oh, this is a change. This is yeah. this is a nice change. But the second time, uh, what was that? The set? Yeah, that was second from lockdown. Ja- from January. Summer. From January. Yeah, yeah. The summer lockdown, and that I found that half and half, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But then obviously, work in January, and I couldn't train much. But when I did train, I still enjoyed it. It was so yeah. good. Especially the Tabata Tuesdays. <laughs> I think everybody's been an absolute diamond out uh, for yeah. the way everybody... Well, I say everybody. And for most of... The way most of them have kind of committed themselves to the training, uh, yeah, even like, though it has been online. It's been a blessing that we've retained students. Yeah. Because a lot of people haven't. Mm. Well, obviously, we're back indoors now. And you look now, we've been back three sessions and we've had a full class, more or less, barring one student uh, yeah. or three sessions. Which is and we've had a wow. new student start as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're up to full numbers and, and plus extra, one. Yeah. yeah so it's, I mean, like, well, I think we've got to be the only place I've seen that can go through fifteen months of lockdowns and either come out level or slightly more stronger. over what you had. Yeah, we have. We've come back slightly stronger. Uh, yeah, because really good. Like obviously, you've seen we sort of seeing the people as well who are committed, who are dedicated, who want to make yeah. a go of it because they're the people who have been, they were on every Sunday when we were just doing the Sundays. Then when we started doing the Tuesdays, they've been on every Tuesday and every Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before the lockdowns, there were some people I thought I could push them, but I can't push them yeah. mega and I can't quite be, well, not tear them down, but give them criticism to a point where they're either going to go, oh, I don't want to come anymore, or yeah. I'm going to make some of that and do really well. Yeah. But after seeing, like, Emma, she turned up day in, day out, didn't she? Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah. you know, Lacey, Tristan, they were Lacey, the time, Tristan and Big Josh. I didn't been, expect that, Yeah, it's been revelations to me then. I didn't through. expect, but now I know that, mm. I can say more to them in training, which is not quite, po- well, it is, it's always positive, isn't it? Even yeah. if you criticise, it's still positive. But I can criticise more and I can push them way harder than they would have. Way harder than they would have. Yeah. And I know that they'll just go, okay, I'll do it. Like Big Josh has been a revelation for me with his job as well. He's uh, the yeah. one that I, I would have sort of gone, oh, he's not you, that, you know, and I thought uh, nothing of it. But yeah. like he's really chipped in, to be fair, and he's been brilliant. Oh, big time. Just like even the mindset to have like an adult day. Like most adults are quite down and yeah. glum unless you really get them going. And then yeah. they might crack a smile. Yeah, he's so positive and yeah. that brushes off on everyone we've been lucky because obviously him and Tracy are both nurses and this has been yeah. the hardest year for them ever but mm-hmm. they've both been absolute revelations the pair of them to be fair yeah I don't think I'd be quite as happy as them if I was yeah. a nurse after no, that definitely year not. I'd yeah. have serious problems probably yeah 
big shout out to the to uh, obviously the NHS and with Sean jumping in with us. Yeah, as well, so. like Sean was great. I didn't expect Sean to to even bother to be honest because he's yeah. not from our club. He's not coaching and he's way out the way up in hell. Yeah, but he turned up every week, every week. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Right, on that note, we're about to be cut off. So, awesome. Well done, Sam Ben. I'll see you on uh, Sunday now. Nice, see you on Sunday. Cheers, dude.